We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. This is your host, Hatch, with my boy. Yes, sir. This is T.O. We are in the building. Get your popcorn that we ready. don't have. Ready. Get your popcorn ready and send it to us so we can yeah. eat some popcorn on the show today. Yeah. But today we have a special guest in the house. My man, 11-year NBA legend, Katino Mobley, is in the building, ladies my and gentlemen. Gosh. My guys. AKA Cat is what they call him. Cat. Cat. I, yeah, call, I call him the wizard now because of the, the Braves. You know what I'm talking about? I call him I the earned wizard. those. I earned those. You earned those. I, I earned feel those. You. I, I, let's start. I want to know, since I said cat, how did the name cat come about? Oh, you guys love this because both being wide receivers in football. So when I was uh, seven or eight years old, so I played football as well. You can remember mm-hmm. that far back? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, NBA players don't get CTE. Oh, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's good. Right, right, yeah, we cool. We cool. <laughs> we cool. We dodging all that. Right. But uh, so when I was about seven or eight years old, my football coach, because my name is C-U-T-T-I-N-O. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. My football coach is like, you know, me being quick as a cat, the whole thing. He's like, yo, hey, cat, come here. Mm. I'm a cat. My name is Catino. Right, he said, no, right. no, 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 no. Your name is cat. You quick as a cat. So <laughs> he started, you know, naming me that because I was like quick as a cat. Okay. So I kept that name, okay. cat, okay. all through okay. since I was playing you know, peewees okay. in football. So I guess, of course, every NBA player has their story of mm-hmm. I played football mm-hmm. until I got hit, hit. and then yeah. I stopped playing football no. with the basketball. So yeah. when did you stop playing football? Yeah, that was, it was until I got hit. No, listen, I was I was nice. So for oh me, was, it was nice. Well, you was nice at seven? I don't know if seven, seven is nice. No, you no, can't no I, really played all, I played all I went to high school, sophomore years. I quit because well, I, but I broke my collarbone. Okay. I'm rolling out. I break my collarbone. Okay. The income from the opposite side. Playing quarterback. Playing quarterback. Oh, okay. I break my collarbone, right? Boom, breaks the collarbone. And that time, I was a sophomore. That time, I was fall, I fell in love with uh, basketball. Okay. I picked up a basketball at 13. So I was playing varsity football, but I was freshman basketball. Mm-hmm. And it was, no, it was literally freshman, freshman team. team. Oh, JV okay. team, uh, varsity team. Yeah, so yeah. as a freshman, I'm on the freshman basketball team yeah. and didn't play not one game until the end of the season. Wow. But I'm playing varsity football. Because you're nice. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. So I said, you know what? I love this sport. And I couldn't gain no weight. 
<laughs> and these boys was up, they right? was trying to kill you. You were yeah, like yeah. Kevin Durant couldn't gain no weight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I wasn't that small. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You said No, but I'm saying for for everybody else, they was yeah. I was so tall. Yeah. Right, so yeah. at that time, it just wasn't packing on. I was yeah. strong, but I just wasn't you know thicker. Right. And my my favorite player back then was Randall Cunningham. Randall. I wanted Cunningham. to be Randall Shout Cunningham. Shout out to Cunningham. So, Cash oh, Cunningham. I, my number was 12 because of that in basketball wow. because of Randall Cunningham. Gotcha. So I love Randall. So. You know, that was uh, boxing first and then football and then basketball is my last sport. Okay. So what made you, again, when you're starting to see how good you are in basketball, right? 13, 14, 15, when Mm -hmm. you're starting to figure out, yo, I can probably make a career out of this. Do I want to go to the NBA at that point? Like, how did that come about? Okay. So, you know, it's funny because shout out to Rasheed Wallace, Alvin Williams, Eddie Jones, Aaron McKee, all those guys. That's who I grew up around. They're all my closest friends uh, growing up. So Malcolm Gladwell, uh, the author. He had a book called Outliers. Yeah, Outliers, yeah. And he speaks about the 10,000-hour theory, and he speaks about, like, your surroundings. Mm -hmm. So for me, in Philadelphia, it was Kobe. It was Kobe Bryant. It was Rasheed Wallace, Alvin Williams, Jason Lawson. It was so Aaron McKee, Eddie Jones, Rick Brunson. It was so many of them Mm -hmm. that was out there. And they were playing since they were younger. Mm -hmm. So when I got thrown into the fire at, like, 15, 14, 15 years old in the Sunny Hill League, the competition was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I was still new. Yeah. So I'm sitting like, oh, man, this is I, I got to catch up. Right. Yeah. So I had to really start listening and thinking, you know, instead of like just I was like watching from a distance. And then Alvin and Rosh and all the Kobe, they practiced so much. Hours upon hours, hours and hours. So I had to, you know, catch <clears throat> figure it. I had to figure it yeah. out. Right. right? I'm, mimic, I'm trying to mimic everything that they were doing. Right. So I, I said to myself, we didn't No one thought they were going pro. But maybe Kobe, right? Right, because his father played pro, right? And then Rosh thought it a little bit because he was number one in the country since he was like probably two. <laughs> he was number one in the right. country all the way up, right, right? Right. So all of us thought back then. You got to think about it. All of us thought back then. I just want to go D one. Yeah. You weren't thinking pro. Goal, you was right. thinking like I just want to go Division one. Right. 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 I want to play on TV. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So not like kids today. Every kid today think they go into the pros, right? Yeah, That's how they think. Them. It's the same All of percentage. Them. Back then it was like I want to play on ESPN. I want to play with a school where they're gonna, you know, have uh, games on yeah. TV. March right. Madness. Yes, yeah. you you yeah. you looked at that. Right. So I didn't start thinking about going to the pros, bro, until like I want to say like nineteen. Wow. Nineteen when years old. Rhode Island because I started playing with pros. Right. So how, when you think of TV. Games, I'm thinking Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking all the UConn, Syracuse, yes. Georgetown. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Especially back then, them schools. Yeah. Right, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. How and why Rhode Island? Okay. So we went to uh I went to Main Central Institute, MCI. It was number one in the country. Wow. I was scared, okay? Because yeah. it had kids <laughs> from everywhere. Yeah. And they were more polished than I was. I wind up going there, Max Good, I love you so much, coach. Uh, Sam Cassell went there, Karan Butler okay. went there. It's okay. like a lot of us that oh, went there. Wow. So we were, we were top in the country. Ballers. The team I played on, I didn't know if I was going to start or not. Because I'm, uh, five years prior to that, I just picked up a basketball. So I don't know ball. what was going on. I don't right, really know right. what's going on. Yeah. We playing number one, other, we playing number twos, number threes, colleges. We playing all those guys. Mm-hmm. And we're way up in Maine. So my boy that I was with, Sean Colson, shout out to Sean Colson from North Philadelphia, he was like, yo, listen, uh, while we're there, we're playing, and uh, Rick Patino, John Thompson, you mm-hmm. name the coach, they was there watching mm-hmm. us all the time. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know how serious it is, 
like they do because they've been playing basketball right, since right. they were like six yes, or seven. Right, yeah. I just started. You're just yeah. getting your feet wet. Right. So yeah. I don't I don't really know like I wasn't nervous. You didn't when know I was performing. to be nervous. Right. Yeah. I, I was just doing what I do. Like from from boxing game. and playing football, I was just trying to just do my best. Right. Yeah. Do you know right, what I mean? Right. So I think that showed the coaches, like, hey, he's raw, this kid's he really don't know what he's doing, but he he's willing to learn, like mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. Man, when I tell you <laughs> When I tell you, (laughs) it got real, real, okay? It got real, real to the point where I came back from prep school. When I came back from prep school, Mm -hmm. I'm playing, you know, the college summer leagues and I'm killing. So then I'm like, okay. okay." So Sean was like, yo, you got Kentucky, you got this school, you got this school, you got UCL. You can go to these different schools. And Sean, my boy, Sean Coulson was like, yo, well, let's go to a, we in Atlanta 10, you still get to play Temple, you still mm-hmm. get to play, you know, play against those. Big yeah, teams. they was ranked in the country. Yeah. It's like, how about let's be big fish in a little pond yeah, yeah. opposed to little fish in a big pond. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I like that one. Let's 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 make this happen. Right. So we chose as a because we both from North Philadelphia, we chose Rhode Island. Okay. Wow. So okay. that's how I chose Rhode Island because I I really didn't know. Okay. I, I I was following my boys. So so let's take that to a real life scenario now because we talk about this Jordan thing and mm-hmm. the Kobe and LeBron thing, right? Mm-hmm. As players, as veteran guys, we don't like that LeBron teams up with another superstar and goes and makes tries to make a you know make a championship. A super team. Super basically. team. So what you're you're saying you're gonna go? Y'all not gonna like my answer with this. No, because I that's what we're saying. I don't like that he chooses that route. I want you to choose the harder route and play against somebody who's better because that's gonna bring out the betterment in you. That's what you did at Rhode Island. It's not a it's not a matter of us liking or disliking what you're about to say. We we're we're trying to gain some knowledge on somebody that has played the game and see it from different a different perspective and lens and sharing that knowledge with. Our viewers. Because that's what Rhode Island going to play Temple at the time. Temple's the big dog. Mm-hmm. You guys are here. And you're yeah. like, I want that fight. Yeah. To me, LeBron don't want that fight. You sure? It, that, that's what it looks like for you. For, for me, if, oh, if, for if I'm on a playground when I'm, when I'm 12, if I'm uh-huh. on a playground, I'd rather take me and the guys who can't play and play against the best team. That's my mentality. Okay. Okay. Right, and, and you I don't think see, that he's that guy. I don't think Jordan would never go team up with Barkley. Jordan would never go team I up. I totally with disagree. So let me know when you are and, my opinion. And, and, and I think what he's saying, <laughs> Kobe wouldn't. Oh, Kobe's that. definitely not going to team. Just it, let me know when you want to take my opinion. Okay, That's oh, all. Just let me I don't know. know if I want so, it now. So Kobe, rest in peace. I love you, B. I love you, boy. If you look back. Cole was about to leave the Lakers. I was just about to say that. Because. But, but, but was that. But was that. Was that a tactic? Was that a tactic to get to what he wanted? To get really what he wanted? Or did you really think that he was about to possibly bolt? We don't and, know. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But uh, what I do know is that he did threaten. You know that. No, no, <laughs> do you know that? that? Was, that was yeah, a yeah, yeah. But it never, it never transpired. It mm-hmm. never happened. Mm-hmm. But again, like I said, speculation. Right. But mm-hmm. you know how Kobe. Kobe is mental. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. So mm-hmm. again, he put them at odds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. He put their back against the wall. Mm-hmm. So okay, now you, the Kobe yeah. thing. I like what you just said. Okay. We can't prove it because he stayed. Right. Okay. Exactly. Pip, what Pip do? What left? Okay. Right. Went to the Rockets. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. He threatened just like Kobe did. Yes. Mike too. 
Hello? Yeah, Mike did. Don't hang up. <laughs> Mike did also when no. he went to the Washington Wizards. But that was the, at the, the Wizards Can I talk to y'all? Count. You should have stayed with you should have stayed with Chicago but then. But he couldn't because why, he was 55 years old. No, no, don't time. do that. His run. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> the run was We're not gonna do this. I'm not gonna agree We're with that. We're not gonna do this. I just think the ownership was on a total different Total different ownership level at not, that I'm point. not disagreeing with okay. you. I'm just speaking. Ownership. I'm Jerry Krause, he was he was that was that was stupid uh-huh. to break up the squad. To break up or you got the greatest player of all time. Right. So now let's get back. Now let's, now let's get back because I don't want y'all to throw okay. off what y'all were saying okay. before. Okay. Yeah, okay. Ahead. Get back to what Kobe did. Right. He, if they did not meet his, he was going to leave. His knees or his because demands. he was you get his knees. Bop, bop, you getting your butt beat up. You getting your True. butt beat up. Right. True. LeBron James. No disrespect to the team he he had. Mm-hmm. LeBron James in his fourth year. Mm-hmm. And if, if you can sit here and tell me that take LeBron James off of that team and put Kobe Bryant on that team, that they go to the finals. Ooh. Take LeBron James off of that team and put a young Michael Jordan on that team and they go to the finals, not the playoffs, the finals. Because in 2007, LeBron James took that team to the finals. That same year, he smashed the best defensive team in the league, which is Detroit Pistons, had 24 in the fourth. On Rasheed Wallace, Rasheed on Wallace. Chauncey Billups, you, on Ben Wallace, yep, yep. on all of them. Hello? Rip you sound. Hang up. Rip you sound. I was there. I, I already know because my boy D. You, Jones yes, was on look, that. Yes. D. Jones you was on that. You sound like you think LeBron's a better player than Michael Jordan. That's okay. what you sound like can, right can now. I, can I say something? I don't even Just know, let if, me know when I I don't say even something. know if I... Okay. Just let me know when I can say something. Go ahead. Mediator here. That's what he said. It sounds that way. I'm going to give you an opportunity to rebuttal. I don't know if it sounds that way, uh, but I'm going to give you an opportunity okay, to speak. Okay, let me, let me just talk to y'all. Yeah. This ain't tennis singles. This is not golf. Mm-hmm. This is not boxing. Mm-hmm. This is a team sport. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in a team sport, LeBron James can take four dudes from Home Depot mm-hmm. and go to the playoffs, maybe the finals. Okay. There's nobody else that can do that. Okay. LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Out of the three of them mm-hmm. coming into the league, was he known as a scorer? Who, LeBron? Yeah. No. Okay, passed him. Mm-hmm. 40,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, 10,000 assists. Mm-hmm. Because he's the game is years. He, I would he say. He, what? No, he, he did this. He did this. He did this he for 15 years. For he, 15. Did, he, beat, he broke both of them in 15, 15 years. Okay. Kobe played 20 years. Don't you do this. Just because he's LeBron's not about to play his 20. <laughs> I want to go back to the thing that you just said. Was he known as a scorer? Just because he's not known as a scorer, that doesn't mean he can't not score. score. Because I would, I would automatically assume with the ability and the athletic ability and the prowess that he has, mm-hmm. I would assume that he's a he's a scorer. That he's just be, smart. He's yeah, that's smart. not. It may not be his forte, yeah. but I'm gonna say he's a scorer right. just off. Right. But I, no, that's not that's not that's not the question I posed. I said out of the three of them, yes, LeBron was not a scorer. He's the worst scorer out of the three of them, but he I surpassed agree. them in 15 years. Because well, the game's different. There's a, uh, there's a bunch. You know what? Who said? You know what's funny? No. But every time I come up with something, everybody got an excuse. No, 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 more excuses. No, 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 no. This is crazy. You got more excuses than Carter got liver pills. No, no, no. This is the craziest thing in the world. Who said? Who said Kobe was a scorer? Uh, he wasn't known as a scorer. He was known as a scorer. T. No, what are you talking about? He was an athletic. Phenom out of high school. Don't you do this. I'm going to run off the set. Don't you do that. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Hey, Pat, you know he was. 
He was an athlete. He's just like LeBron. He see, was you, athletic. He could, you, he could see score. How you see how you no, massaging not, what I said? No, I'm not. I said out of the three of them. Okay. I, I, I get what you're saying. Out of the three of them. I'm, dis- I'm disappointed in you, them, though. Everybody in the world noticed. Out of the three of them. Okay. You would, he Probably the worst. The least. Oh, yeah, the, the least. Okay. I got in 15 you. I'm, years, I'm you. he'd be both of them. Okay. I, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm 15 years. Not let go. Don't go 19. And you, 15. So give me your top three. Of those three, I'm gonna give you the one, two, and three in your eye. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. LeBron first. I'm about LeBron's to leave. I'm about to leave. Yeah, well, we're going to leave off Dude, the you, set. Listen, you you're disappointed. Man, I'm so disappointed. Boy, it's called now. Because I'm sick of him already. Dog, I'm sick of him. Dude, Dude I'm disappointed. You Why? To... You're just going to leapfrog him over? I don't. I don't regardless even... of the numbers, because of the longevity and because of the. Ath- Dude, I'm not saying that LeBron is not the most athletic person that has graced the NBA court. Right now, my, listen, that. my best wide receiver right now is you, then Jerry. When I was a little boy, guess what? Oh, it's Jerry. Knowing the game is T before Jerry. To me. Okay, right. So I'm telling you for me. Yes. You're not going to change my opinion. That's respect. Or something That's for respect. me. That's, That's me. I appreciate that. That's respect. Because I, I know I the game. Gotcha. Yes. I feel you. I, this ain't feelings. Take no, your no, emotions no, out of it. No, no. I, no okay. I'm out an emotional the being like, like that. Mike, the cry, the, 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 the be, uh, like be like, like Mike. Mike. And the come fly with me. Beautiful. And all, that. all that. See, when we was younger, see, psychologically, see, what it is, the emotions get to you. So mm-hmm. see, the house is bigger when you're a little boy. Then we get there, and the house is small. Yeah. I can't believe I was in small. there. Everything the car is small. smaller. Right. That's what you feel. What changed your perspective on that type of outlook, though? What? What? What changed that your perspective on that type of outlook? Your career? Your after your career? Because you didn't see, like I said, you didn't know this at 15. Right. Might not have knew it at 21 or 25. So did you know it like after you got out the NBA? You know what? You know what? Like your perspective on seeing the whole big picture That's of what just, LeBron. This is development of life. Just okay. the journey. Yeah, the development of life. That's just how it is. Like if I, I, I'm not a, I don't, I don't love teams because I understand organizations. Yes. I one. love players. Yes. So right. if the players stay consistent, Tom Brady, right, Terrell Owens, mm-hmm. if you stay consistent, I'm loving that because I know what's behind the back office. Mm-hmm. It could be anything. It could be your, your life or the, the wife, the girlfriend, the kids, the this, the that, whatever, mm-hmm. that affects you mm-hmm. and you still keep going. Mm-hmm. So for me, okay, I'm looking at LeBron James and how he gets everybody involved. Okay. Mm-hmm. How LeBron James make everybody mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Hey, do you, so LeBron, okay. it's LeBron? Yes. Yeah, other two. So it's LeBron, Mike, he, he, he said there is no other two. Which, He's like, it's LeBron. You, no, no, what you mean? My top, I your said top name, three. your top three. LeBron. Okay, LeBron. Kobe, Mike. So It could be Mike, Kobe, or Kobe, Mike. But I, I, I mean, Mike? Yeah. 
but he was 40, okay. 39, 40. Right, right. I still, listen, Mike was my GOAT growing up. Right. The GOAT is LeBron okay. to me. Okay. okay. I got you. That's, That's respect. Just, I respect that. I I'm, respect that. So I love Mike. I'm so mad. Mike is my, see, the emotions when it's, I was it's, kid, it's my emotions. It was Mike. Yeah. My emotions is upset at Cat yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can talk about that another time, maybe. But at the end of the day, I got you. You grew up on Mike. You grew up on yeah, Mike. Right. We yeah, all grew Mike. up on Mike. Mm-hmm. You cannot get that out of your head. You can't. You're right. But at the end of the day, now we're older. We are all professionals. Mm-hmm. So yes. you be like, ah, well, nah. You're going on your emotion of what you saw when you was a kid. Mm-hmm. Come fly with me. Come fly with me too. Mike Barcelona yeah. '92 the game Jordan winners. Shoes. The whole thing. Yeah. The shoes. The, the ball head, the Ferrari, Everything. the motorcycles. The shorts. We're looking at all that. The all shorts, that. swag. The, uh, Mike was the, 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 niece, the knee sleeve. The gold chain. <laughs> the gold chain. Right. We the know contest. that, Mike. Yeah. That's our guy. Yeah. He's our GOAT. But the GOAT, as far as the game, mm-hmm. LeBron. I, LeBron James. It's, it, it's, you can forget about it. Okay. okay, how about this one? Ooh, I got something for you. Hmm. How about this one? This is your podcast. But let me just ask you this. Absolutely. Okay. Ask away. Do you want to both play basketball? Mm-hmm. Well, you know I can play basketball. Yeah, okay. You know, Pat knows I okay. can play basketball too, but go Let's ahead. pivot. Let's pivot a little bit because we don't want him to. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, we, you know I can okay. play basketball. So look, I'm going to say this. Right. Do you want to play with Mike or do you want to play with LeBron? Because see. As a player, you're saying I get passes. I, I get. You want okay. to be as long involved. As you can, you want to be in, I get what you say. I know where you're going. What'd you say? What'd you say? You want to be it's involved. It's not anybody else know. Huh? What'd you say? You want to be what? You want to be involved. Okay. So you want to play. You can watch the other one. No, no. But I, you no, want to I, play with no, this no, one. I totally get where you're okay. going. I, I, and I understand that logic. Okay. I understand that logic. <clears throat> not a lot of people would. So I'm sure, like I said, him being, him saying that, you know, he's disappointed. And, and I said, I think MJ. I mean, people great. get disappointed. No, no, I get it. I get <laughs> it's it. It's okay. It can be disappointed. I, 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 okay. I get disappointed sometimes when I like a TV show and the second season don't come. It's okay. It's I get okay. it. I, okay. I feel you. I'm the same way about but, Ozark. I hate, I'm disappointed at the way it ended. <laughs> I'm really disappointed. Don't tell me because I'm not. The, the, the director, <laughs> I'm, I'm really mad at you yeah, right we, now. We pissed off. Have you seen Ozark? I'm not an Ozark Jason Bateman is my guy. When you start it, you're going to be very disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's start with this. Mm-hmm. Drafted second round, 1998, Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. You just talked about the little kid. You know, now you're seeing the Rashid. You didn't. You didn't know any of that. You're just being a kid. You. You just want to play basketball. Mm-hmm. You get drafted, Houston Rockets. Give us. You know, we've already talked prior to us getting on the air about you know what happens before the game and after the game. Now you're immersed into like this is what you've always wanted, NBA. Mm-hmm. Take us a little bit of what that's like. You get drafted, your journey starting with Houston. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you how crazy manifestation is. I used to carry a wallet. In my wallet, card was Scottie Pippen. Mm, okay. Younger, younger you. Yes. Okay. Okay, college. Okay. Scottie Pippen and Eddie Jones. So Eddie Jones was my, my guy because he played Eddie, for Temple. Ooh, so I, I loved, I wanted to play like Eddie. I wanted to be like Scottie and Eddie because I thought they just did everything, mm-hmm. right? It just mm-hmm. makes the team that much right, better. Right. Fast forward, Eddie Jones and I are like this now. Mm-hmm. He's giving me sneakers while he's in the pros and he's in college. He was giving me sneakers, the whole thing. I'm watching The first him. NIL ever <laughs> right here. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know about? So, and then guess what? God is so amazing to the point where 
as long as you can think it, mm-hmm. it can become. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 98 gets drafted. First round, no first round. I'm worried. I'm walking down the street, the whole thing. I'm coming back to the house. All the family's at the house, the whole thing. Commercial. Mm-hmm. I come back inside the crib. Everybody watching it and everything like that. And they say, oh, yeah, we know with this, uh, you know, uh, during the break, the Houston Rockets selected 41st pick, Katina mm-hmm. Moby. We go crazy. Uh, wow. Go crazy. Wow. The moment. Phone call was Rudy Tomjanovich, Scottie Pippen. I didn't even poop my pants. I could not believe <laughs> Scotty Pippen's on the phone. Bro, I could not believe this. Oh. I couldn't believe it. And, and to this day, I always say I'm so lucky because the more I think things, the more they become. Mm. But it was so surreal. And for years, mm-hmm. for years, I didn't really grasp, but like I'm in the pros. Mm. For years, so that made me work harder. So mm-hmm. for the for our audience to get to grab some context, you're saying Rudy, and then you talk to Scottie Pippen. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, "Well, Scottie's with the Bulls." No, no, not at the time. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Not at the time. Yep. Yeah, he had gotten traded, traded to the yeah. Houston to the Houston Rockets. Rockets. So right. he's at the end of his career, right. and now Scottie Pippen's. You know, he gives you this call. You about to poop your pants? <laughs> now <laughs> what? Poop my pants. You, okay, you go to CVS. You get you some diapers. Yeah, and, exactly. and again, sec, second round picks <laughs> usually don't get calls from future Hall of Famers neither. So that you're a pretty special second round pick. So so crazy, right? So I get there. I get to Houston. And he was everything I thought of. Mm. He kept me with them every single day, early in the morning, teaching me moves, post ups, how to play defense, how to shrink the court. He gave me every. And then Michael would come. Mm-hmm. Michael would come because um, he wasn't playing that year. So right. he would come hang with Scotty. Mm-hmm. So now I'm with Michael, Scotty, wow. Charles Barkley, wow. and Akeem Olajuwon. Wow. They on a plane. Talk they playing knowledge. They playing cards and whatever it is over there. And I'm just sitting here like soaking up like I cannot believe. Wow. Basketball heaven. I am heaven. sitting here right now. Right. Basketball heaven. At 22, 23 years old. It, it, what, the top, Michael, Scotty, Charles, mm-hmm. Akeem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's four of the top 50. Yeah. yeah. At that yeah. time. Now it's yeah. 75. Four of the right. top 50. Yeah. 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 And the best in their position. Yes. Absolutely. Four different Maybe positions. one and two, every single one of them. Yes. At the time, you had a two, you had a three, three you had a four, four. you had a five. Mm-hmm. All of them, the best. Think about what I just said. No, no. The and best. I'm sitting there so with them. That was now Dream was sitting over here practicing the Muslim and the uh, <laughs> and the neighbors over here. Right. <laughs> they was right. over, they was the over here chilling table. playing cards. All right. But just to be around them for me, mm. I was so and I used to cry. I used to like happy cry. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like I was so nervous to I thought, seriously, T, yo, <laughs> I I used to think that if I go to sleep and wake up, my superpowers will be gone. <laughs> I felt like that, man. I it was. I didn't. I didn't. I was so humble and modest. Like mm-hmm. I didn't. It was like oh, I should be here. It was like I'm. It's such a privilege of me being Grateful. with these guys that I'm gonna do everything I can. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to squeeze everything I can. Be a sponge, absorb you know everything. I mean? So that's mm-hmm. that's for me was. That's it amazing. was uh, amazing, man. Again, so now, yeah, so now you're you're with Houston. Mm-hmm. Steve Francis. Also with that Houston, guy. yeah, that's, that's your, your guy. guy. You guys become like one of the best backcourts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, when you start mm-hmm, talking, mm-hmm. you know, teams and eras. You talk about you know two guys that are very dynamic. What made you guys so special? And and what what does it take for two guys like yourselves to become and consider like 
two of the best backcourts. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm yeah. watching TV, you know, and I, I watch a lot of basketball, and you start to hear some of these announcers, commentators talk about, okay, they, they, these are one, the, these two are some of the best backcourts, or they're the best, best two backcourts in the game today. What makes individuals like you and Steve become two of the best backcourts? Well, you know what's so crazy, man? Um, shout out to Fat Joe. And the reason why I say shout out to Fat Joe is because Joe said, okay, so Joe would hang with Macho and Khaled would be with them. But Khaled, no one knew. This is back in the early 2000s. Early DJ Khaled. So, yeah. So Khaled was in the background. Okay. And then it swapped. Khaled is the guy and then Joe's. And Joe says something super interesting. Joe said, I know how to be number two. Mm. Mm. And I think as brothers, sometimes you're going to catch 10. Yeah. And then you may do five. Yeah. So for me, it was like, Steve is so electrifying, mm-hmm. and then I was piggybacking off of his energy, and then he would tell me he piggybacking off of what I do. Mm. But at the end of the day, I wanted him so comfortable because I I grew up with the Rasheed Wallace, the Alvin Williams, the mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant's. Mm-hmm. Their names was already bigger because I didn't play basketball, right. so right. I knew how to be a number two anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can I score thirty? I can score thirty, but that's not what we need. Yes, we need him to go off, yes. and then I'll follow up. Yes, I got yes. his back. Mm. Gotcha. So if you want to call me Robin, cool. I don't care. Right. As long as I'm in the show. Right. right, <laughs> I'm, all right. Good. I'm all good. Right. Mm. And I think that's for me and for Steve and I. And then his mom passed away. At, I think he was, she was like, tw- he was 12 years old at the time. Mm-hmm. And my mom took Steve in. So she was cooking for us and mm-hmm. we hung mm-hmm. together. And, you know, I was big bro. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's where the friendship and the bond began. Yeah. But think, about it. When y'all put, but think right. about it. When you play in a sport, it's easier for me to cuss you out while we're playing in a heated moment if right. we hang together off the floor. Yes, right. Because he versus knows my not. temperament. Yeah, versus not, versus and not. it's going to come you out of that You can't talk to me like that. Right. I don't even know you like that. Right. Yeah. I don't right. know where it's coming from. Yeah. Right. So we were literally movies, clubs, you know, family, eating, mm-hmm. chilling out. Like we would always be together mm-hmm. because that's where the communication Really, is yeah. when you get on the court because you know emotionally the non-verbal just, immuni- communication exactly you exactly so that's yeah, i think so that's, that's what it was that's what i man, had no problem being number two no i being that you said that mm-hmm. i i like that that you brought that to my attention because when me and donovan went sideways mm-hmm. when he was in the huddle and he told me shut the fuck up mm-hmm. yeah i don't you we didn't, didn't know, know how to receive it, it. Yeah, yeah we didn't yeah. know each other like that right. so i'm like yo bro what are you doing right we don't do that Right, and I didn't address right, and I didn't address it in the huddle because at that time I already knew the perception. Okay, if I go off or I do something, yeah. it's gonna be my fault. Right, right. So I addressed it after the game. Right. But I'm glad you 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 that said something that yeah because mm-hmm. that's where it went for me. I'm like, bro, you don't we don't know each other like that for you to talk to me that way. Right. You know, what I mean? you're not gonna talk down on me. Right. So again, as as I was alluded to, yeah. So. That's where that special bond began. I don't think a lot of people, I didn't even know that. Because, mm-hmm. again, when you talk about chemistry and mm-hmm. uh, the rapport about two individuals on the court, and like, okay, you're like, how do they just gel and mesh? Yeah, there's practice, this mm-hmm. and that. You know, as a professional, right. that's what you do. But when you get on the court and you see it and it's mm-hmm. seamless, mm-hmm. you're like, man, like, they, they, they gelling together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's where all that started from. I think like, you have to spend time with each other yeah. because at the end of the day, it's so emotional, right? Yeah. You can be up 20, down 20. He can only pass target you five times, but you're like, damn, I'm open. It's like you right. probably got somebody on deep end. It's yeah. about right. double coverage, and yeah. he don't want to turn it over. It's just like if Steve, like, yo, cat, they doubling you on the back. Yeah. I can't give it to you. I got to give it to him. Right. Just work around it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm like, oh, all right, because I trust you now. now yes. I see what you're talking trust. about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, maybe it's not that day for me. 
Mm-hmm. Right? And then vice versa. Right? right? Then why you throw the oop? Because he was, that dude, he'll take your ladies out. Yeah, I'm not right. going there. I'm going to go this route. Right. Maybe let's get him next time. So we knew how to communicate with each other. Right. And then off the court, we'd probably be fighting and messing around because we're competitive. Right. But right. on the court, we would be had each other's back. Yeah, right. and that's one of the ingredients, obviously, when you think about, think about championships and you do interviews and you hear some of these guys talk about championships, it's because of the chemistry, the, the camaraderie, yeah. you know what I mean, that they have. And that's why a lot of these guys, like, you start seeing, you know, teams because they hear, like, oh, these teams won championships, and they're like, well, what made them so special? Not just the X's and O's, mm-hmm. it's the behind yeah. the scenes. It's yes. like they're going to the dinners, yeah. enjoying each other's families, yeah. you know, playing with each other's kids. Mike and, Mike and Scotty stayed together. Stayed right, together. right. Like right. Kobe, the, the, Derek Fisher, Lamar, right. Paul Gasol. Paul Gasol is Mike's, Paul Gasol is Kobe Bryant's girl's godfather. godfather. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's how exactly. Think about it. That's how but, close it was. So yeah. when I see like the big free agent signings, especially NFL and NBA, that doesn't mean anything because it comes down to that locker room. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You got a good locker room and the, the team of guys is like backing each other, mm-hmm. hence the Patriots for that long How about run. this one? LeBron, Dwayne Wade, mm-hmm. and Bosh yeah. was the guy. Yeah. Their first year, LeBron, Dwayne Wade was scoring the most. Right, and then right. LeBron, because they hung together so much, mm-hmm. LeBron called Dwayne when he was in the finals. Dwayne won in 06, LeBron got there in 07. Mm-hmm. He called Dwayne for advice. Mm. He called Dwayne for wow. advice. Mm. Okay? Wow, Better player would call him for, for advice. Right, so right. now check this out. Their first year, Dwayne was taking over and scoring. Then mm. he said after that, he's like, yo, listen, this your team. You right. remind me, but this yours. Right, right. So I need you to be who you are, and then I'll follow suit. Right. That's because they hung together. Right, right. They're family. They're brothers. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's no jealousy. Right, it's right. you win, I win. We Super we gonna win together. And it's, I think it's essentially what you mentioned too. Like mm. he understood. Like I I don't have a problem being number two. Mm-hmm. There may be times like yeah, I may have to assert myself. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, when LeBron is doing his thing, he gets taxed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he takes over or what have you. So mm-hmm. that's part of that ingredient of, mm. okay, let me be humble enough. Let me realize the bigger picture. Yes. Let me take the back seat. Just like what you were saying with the, you, you and a, a franchise. Yeah. Like, yo, sometimes like, yo, I need to do this. You need to do this. Mm-hmm. But depending on how the game flows, hey. it's going to work itself out. T. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Sometimes you got to take the back seat to me. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. I'm okay with being I'm, number two. I'm okay with being, yeah, but so sometimes you right. got to be number two, Robin. All right. So I can I'm, be Batman. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's you know okay. what I mean? You got, got you a couple episodes while you shine. Wow. Yeah. This guy. Just a couple. This yeah. A couple episodes. Two out of a hundred. While we shine. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, yes, uh, it's the bigger picture. So it. now let's transition. Uh-huh. I know you personally, like I said, I think... I, when the first time did we meet? 
You know what? First time, first time me and Cap met was on a photo shoot. We shot a photo shoot in New York. Me, you, DeBrat, wow. and Ray Buchanan. That's shot a so photo crazy. shoot, I think, for Source magazine. Yes, yes, Joe, bro, that's, that's so crazy. We met. That's hilarious. I need that Max said that. that just my kids don't think I'm cool. I need that Max. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many commercials and right. stuff I did. I, I'm, I'm yeah, thinking it's met. either uh, when you were in Houston, I'm not for sure, and I knew. Uh, Sam Cassell and them, they did, yeah. they had that We Are One, they had a little yes, softball yes, thing. Yes, that may have been it. It was Houston. <laughs> or it was when you was here with the Clippers. No, no, you know, it was Houston. It was Houston? Yeah, it was Houston. Okay, yeah. Fast. And then I saw you again, obviously, my, our, our guy, Jason Powell, who's the yeah. head trainer for the Clippers. Yeah, 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 yeah. People don't know, I used to go and play one-on-one with those guys when they were at the Spectrum Club. Spectrum, yeah, yeah. In Manhattan Beach, yeah, when they was We became the, closer to them. Yeah. At first it was... Um, uh, in uh, Houston, we are one. Yeah. Then okay. it was Jason and him was super tight. Yeah. Okay. As we came around more. Okay. You yeah. was in there getting your head knocked in, huh? Hey, I was playing basketball. <laughs> I was in there playing <laughs> knockout with he some of the guys. Corey McGetty, all those guys. Who? Okay. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I know he can. He can play a little bit. He's more a of a, a little bit. I, it's a, I, he don't I, pass the you ball. Know, so I don't, you know what? I'm gonna take that because now that I've had some real basketball, no, a bunch no, to come in here. Yeah, yeah. No, cat, really, cat. I'm know, gonna go really back let, to your let, philosophy. Let people know what it is. No, he can hoop hoop. Okay. Have, have you, have you played with me? Yeah, okay. he can, I said he can hoop hoop. No, 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 stop, stop, you stop right now. Like you said, is anybody there or pick up whatever the heck you said I don't want to get too much This is really detailed. You said you, Kobe, I'm sorry, you said LeBron or Jordan, which one you want to play with? Because Jordan's not going to pass the ball. So you want to play with him. You want to play with me or T because T's not going to pass the ball. No, I'm going to play with T. Okay, did you just call me trash? Did you just call me trash? No, I, that's not what I called you. No, you just called me trash. That's what you said. Your subconscious called you that. <laughs> right. I did that. You said that. You said that. That was nothing. Am I a better shooter than T? I Am I said, a better shooter than T? That's why I said let's move on. Am I a better shooter than T? <laughs> but, you, but you're not really reading what I'm saying. I just said let's move on because you just keep, you just you glutton for punishment. You just want that? <laughs> just let that go. Sometimes you're number two. Sometimes you're number two, right? Sometimes I feel it's just what it is. Yeah. No, so let's let's well, let's let's again. I know you got. Let's move on to the to the big three then, since you wanna you're, you're done with the NBA stuff, yeah. of course. Now, right? Now again, you you retired because of the heart yeah. situation, right? Now there's a misdiagnosis, yeah. but right. So after you found out, oh, I can play again, was it, I want to go, it was too late to go back to the NBA or was it just like, it was the time it passed, so it was only big three? Or was it politics? Politics. Mm. He, he glossed around. Yeah, it was politics. Okay. It was politics big time. So what happened was um, at that time, uh, 2008, um, they was fast forwarding to 2010, which was the big free agency year, LeBron, Dwayne, Amari Stoudemire, Chris Bob, it was the biggest free agency ever mm-hmm. of those guys. The Knicks was getting stuff off the books because they wanted three stars. Because mm-hmm. everybody had stars, three stars or whatever. And um, I was one of those casualties of war kind mm-hmm. of thing, right? So at the end of the day, it's just my opinion, at the end of the day, I was playing with this type of diagnosis, which turned out to be hyper... Um, Hypertension, which a lot of black people have, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's a pill, right? It's a, it's, it's a, a blood uh, pressure. Blood pill. pressure, yeah. okay? Um, whatever the case was, fast forward, I waited a year. I waited a year because you couldn't play. I couldn't play no basketball. Yeah, you could be in the gym. Completely out. You couldn't do nothing. nothing. They wouldn't you let me do, do not one thing. Right. Um, and I was, <clears throat> I was a little depressed, right? Because this basketball is my therapy. It took it away right? from yeah, me. Yeah, it took it away from me. So this is 2008. 
And I, the last game I played against was Kevin Durant and I'm at OKC. 27 points, mm. you know what I mean, seven uh, steals. It was just a crazy thing. And I, that's when I was with the Clippers and it was Baron Davis, myself, it was Blake Griffin. It was, I was going to start playing with them. Mm. And that's when I was going to, you know, it was going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they, they stripped it from me. So by the time I found out it was a misdiagnosis, a year and a half later, I tried to come back. Mm-hmm. So the Dallas Mavericks were going to try to sign me. Mm-hmm. That year they won. They were going to try to sign me. And uh, Deshaun Stevenson, they, I think they got him instead, or whatever, because it was taking so long for the league to clear me. Mm-hmm. They yeah, wouldn't that was let me play. 2011, in, I think. Yeah, they wouldn't let me play yeah, in the, yep. the, the wow. D League, whatever you call it. They wouldn't let me play in that. Yeah. Donnie Nelson was trying his best. Then I go up to Boston. Mm-hmm. I kill in Boston. And we, Paul, all of us, I kill. Mm-hmm. So Danny Ainge was looking at me like, Cat, what? Why are you not playing? Right. So I told him, he's like, wow, that's crazy. Right? So, uh, you know, I was a little pissed off at the time because I thought I had a lot more to go mm-hmm. in the league. And, yeah, so, I mean, that for me, uh, yeah, I kept I kept, pra- kept working out. Kept Coming up to Calabasas wreck with yeah, us, right? You know what I'm saying? I just, just love to play. Right. That's just me. I love playing. And so it just so happened that we pivot to Big 3. Cube started this concept, and he's like, you know, I'm going to get stars from different teams I used to play, and we're going to have eight teams and two captains per team. And then Corey Maggetti called me and was like, yo, Cat, you want to play on this big three? Mm-hmm. Let's kill it. Mm-hmm. So first year happened. It was a smash. I mean, it was Jason uh, Williams, yeah, White everybody. Chocolate. It was Rashawn everybody. Lewis. They had all the stars. They like put crazy. all the stars. Right. It was yes. crazy. I mean, right. we were filling up NBA arenas. Right, yeah. It was really mm-hmm. crazy, man. And the first year, mm-hmm. the first game was in Brooklyn. Corey McGetty mm-hmm. tore his Achilles. Yeah. So now I'm stuck. I, Clyde Drexler's my coach. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was star-studded, Hall of Famers, the whole right. thing. Right. So I carry the team all the way to the semifinals. We lose. And then that summer, I was like, you know, it was, it was so much fun. Ten game. And that summer, I was like, you know what? If I got Corey McGetty back, we're going to win it next year. Mm. I already know. Just give me one person. Wow. And Corey came back and we won it in 2018. Right. Uh, right. It went from there. But, uh, and you've won it since then as well, right? No, we actually lost this year in this the uh, finals again. Okay, the finals. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, so I'm using the finals. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see that. I see that. And now the, the enjoyment of, again, winning an NBA game and a big three game. Like, give me your comparison. Is it the same? Because it's coming from inside. It's not about the Right, it's the joy of the, the game. game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's the joy of it, one. Two is more NBA. It's like when you're younger, you don't really understand the details of life mm-hmm. right so you're just doing things just to do them that's just mm-hmm. how it is right mm-hmm. like the older I got the better father I became mm-hmm. right just more patience right yeah. um, and I think in basketball just like in, in football right like when you're young and you're running routes is different than when you're older and running yes. routes because you really understand what everything Spacing, about it. Yeah, the concept. Right? You don't have to move footwork, as fast yeah. as your right. footwork. Yeah. Is the timing. The you're watching what this guy do. You're yeah. seeing how his he's leaning more towards this way. So right, this, it's just it's the just more beautiful. It's the knowledge yeah. of the game, and and, yeah. and that that's a maturation process mm-hmm. that we all kind of go through, going from like 15, 17, 16, 17, yeah. and then now you're like okay, 25, nearly 30, 35. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can still play at an efficient level. Everything's just a little bit more slowed down. Slow down. You know what I mean? And you it's can, a matrix. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So again, one of the same things I'm going through. Like I know I can probably still play. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. probably. I know I could play right. because, like you said, some of those same things that you said on the basketball court. Right. We as receivers, I'm sure, like that, we can get on the field and we can dissect things. We know we can read coverages a, li- mm-hmm. a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I know how to manipulate, you know, guys with my speed, Mm -hmm. everything. And then, like I said, to get back into like the like real shape, shape of the game, Mm -hmm. to play with that endurance thing. Yeah, I can't jump, just jump back into it right right away. You got to build up to that. So that's why I always say, okay, third down situations, red zone. That's where I will be at that advantageous. So Mm -hmm. again, you, like I said, I'm sure you know, you could probably play in the league right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I've seen you play. Mm -hmm. I know you could. Like I said, Minute restrictions or whatever, mm-hmm, yeah. having the right coach and the team, right, right when system, to put yeah. you, when to put you in. There's no no earthly idea, yeah, yeah. you know, of what you can do. You know, what I mean, sure, given yeah. the opportunity. So again, and speaking of fatherhood, right? You have a podcast mm-hmm. now, right? Yeah. Tell us about that. How that idea come about? Who? <laughs> <laughs> that might be who. That might be. Just give us a little yeah. snippet. No, no, no. You know, it's all good. It's all yeah. good. Listen, I'm I'm here for all positive energy. Right. Um, um, I've always wanted to be a father since I was little. I was blessed to have four parents two fathers. I just dropped my father off actually to go back home because my father's birthday is the 23rd, which is on a Friday. My daughter's birthday, who's nine years old, hi Sam, uh, is on September 17th. So we're all Virgos. Nice. Well, he's actually a Libra Virgo. But, uh, you know, my kids are my life. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that, right? So uh, fighting for custody and different things like that, there's no, you know, ill will or anything. I won July 8th of last year. Okay. During that time, before that, uh, being a single dad, you know, it was, it was, there's a lot of, I guess, there's a persona or whatever it is about the man, the male, or whoever mm-hmm. it is in life. And yeah. I wanted to be able to change it, right? right? As far as now dad's point of view, it's like having fathers on, or even women who support fathers, or giving their story, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's just not a father's podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm a father, so that's why it's called dad's point of view. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it could be from a female's perspective, right? Like, it doesn't really matter. But I, for me, um, I want men to be able to have an open space to be able to talk about how much, who inspired them, what Mm. does it feel like being like this, and then dive deep into like who we are as individuals because we kind of get the second in the stick, right? We just there for the check, but everything else is nothing, right? The doctor will talk, it'd be the mom and the dad, the doctor will talk to the mom, look at her, but we're paying, Mm, right? right. Or the dentist or whatever. So for me, being a single dad, you know, I'm talking to the doctor, I'm talking to the dentist, I'm talking to the principal, I'm around the Mm. teachers, and I want more fathers and dads to really understand it, like be entrenched. Yeah, be like, more involved. Be more we involved. want to be more involved. Right. And then, like I said, there's this negative connotation around, like I said, you say single mom, single dad. Because mm-hmm. usually, if you say, you know, kids are raised, because mostly in the black community, mm-hmm. they're raised by their moms. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you say single mom, I think the, the, the idea is like, okay, obviously the dad is not around, there's a deadbeat dad. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, and that's, that's, that's what you're, right. And that's what you're wanting to change. Right, exactly. So, I mean, again, like I said before, I was blessed to have four parents. Mm-hmm. I'm a single dad, but at the end of the day, I don't discredit any other father or mother. Like, you do you. Mm-hmm. But for me, when you're raised by a female, you're going to have female ways. Tendencies, right. yeah, right. absolutely. So, right. I, I mean, I think there's more men to, that need help mentally, True. physically, emotionally, to be able to navigate through this crazy world, whether it's judges or perceptions or whatever it is that's going on, mm-hmm. I feel for you because me, a person who have money and name and everything, I'm still balled up in the corner, scared that the judge is going to let me have my children or not. Yeah. And I'm a good person. Right. So, wow. you know, I've, I, there's fathers that are out there that don't know how to prepare themselves for court. Fathers out there that's like the mother's keeping them away and you know, whatever it is, or vice versa, I don't know. But for me, I want dad's point of view to just come speak about like life. Right. You know, like it's all good to shoot threes and catch, you know, touchdowns. But at the end of the day, what about you? Let's mm. talk about you because there's a lot of fathers that are out there and people that are out there that 
don't get to really voice how much they mm-hmm. love or how scared they are, what the anxieties right. are of life. Because a lot of men commit suicide because of these different reasons mm-hmm. that they cannot unpack their feelings because as men, we're supposed to be super tough. Right. You can be right. both, right? Can you can be, you can be wow. you know, and I'm telling you guys this right now, my father and I were in the truck and we were leaving. my stepmother passed away in 2019. Mm-hmm. And he's, I've known her for, it's my whole life. Mm-hmm. And my dad and her were together for 50 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. So for me, you know, we're driving and he just broke down in the car. I'm, the second time I ever saw my dad cry. Wow. wow. Right? Because now he's getting old, he's more emotional. Mm-hmm. And right. I think you can be like that at a young age, but still be a tough man. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, just building that up more, man, and have men more express themselves <clears throat> and, 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 and just to break that mental incarceration. Yeah of what they think we should be right, right, what right. we really are right yeah. we're superheroes too right, right. so that's it that's what dad's point of view is. yeah and i like what what you mentioned earlier i'll, I'll let you finish your thought but mm-hmm. you said that you've been ra- raised by by females or raised by women then mm-hmm. obviously you know not having a father then there may be female tendencies. tendencies i don't want people to you know take that the wrong way mm-hmm. right. you know but as there are things that moms teach us mm-hmm. as we're growing up if you mm-hmm. have a mom and a dad in the, in the household but if that dad is not there then there's a void mm-hmm. there's something that a man in that household we're we're lacking mm-hmm. that needs to teach us certain things yeah the mom is going to teach us certain things like the nurturing the caring mm-hmm. this and that, you know but there as a as a male as a boy in the, in the household growing up mm-hmm. there are certain things that we need that male, that father yeah. figure, that yeah. male father figure to teach us. And if you don't have that, then where are you going to learn it from? Right. So, uh, this, so think about this. Mm-hmm. In school, in football, and basketball. In school, your English teacher is not your social studies teacher. Right. Your social studies teacher is not your science teacher. Absolutely. Your science teacher may not be your gym teacher. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right? There's a principal and there's a vice principal. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own title. Yeah. And I'm not saying what you do, but this is what I do. Right. Yes. So in, 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 in football, you have a running back coach, yep. you have a wide receiver coach, mm-hmm. you have a head coach, yep. you have a defense coordinator. If you got one person doing every single thing, right. it. it just, it's you set up for failure. Yeah. Yes. At somewhere, there's going to be, you're going to be deficient. Mm-hmm. Yes, in something. In, in exactly. something. They have to be. And, right. it, it, and it's rare that you'll have that mom that obviously that's the mom and the dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? That can, that's able to. Now do they that. try to be right, right. right. But it's just it's, you're not capable of doing that. Doing you're going to lose something. Something yeah. absolutely. It's going to be something. something deficient that that kid is going to miss out on or need to know that she can't really exactly. actually explain. Just like for me and my daughter, I've never been a female. So right. when she start going through her situation, right. dude, I got to read books. Like I gotta read my yeah, you got to go through the periods and things of that nature. Like, right, right. Yeah, that's that's I a lot. Say, that's a so my mom and I are in the car. As soon as we get in the car, mm-hmm. she's talking. She's asking right. questions. Right, right, she right. just talk. My dad and I are in the car. We're not even speaking. Right, right. We just it's just the, the male. I love silence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, silence my daughter get in the car. I mean, and you gotta listen. You gotta listen. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, for real, baby. Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. Yeah. That's oh so my god. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. Right. So they just different. Different you know creatures. What I'm and different then us, creatures. we might be. I love silence sometimes. Like, right. it's just what it is. But growing up and maturing, you understand that. Right. And like I said, you've gone through life to where okay, yeah. I know what this is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You've learned it from your mom and your dad. Yeah. Like okay, yeah. yeah. And as you growing up to be a father, like it, this is 
what I need to do. Mm-hmm. This is what she needs to do. Right. I need to listen. Yeah, you, know what I mean? you need to listen. Because I'm sure at, back in your 20 years ago, she get in the car, you're like, what, what, what are you hush all that for? Yeah, stop. I ain't trying to hear you all that right now. Are you turning the music on? Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's listen to some music. I said it to her yesterday. She was doing, we were all sitting around by the pool. And my executive, Rose, and, and my sister, Shauna, my dad, and my, my daughter. My daughter's doing the Legos, and she just started talking. And I'm like, God, you just don't feel like being quiet at all. Like, you just wanna, the whole time, you just want to talk about Right. And this is supposed to be like therapy, the Legos. I got the good music on, everybody doing work, and you just, just, just the rapper. No, no, keep talking. It's cool. Keep talking. We want to hear everything you got to say. And it's just, that's just what it is. Cat, cat the dad. That's awesome. Cat daddy. Cat daddy. I love it. You got dad's point of view. So what's father figure for life? Is that? Well, yeah. So it's a group. So I'm supporting this like this group, dad gang, uh, father's figure, uh, wash dads. There's a lot of different groups that are out there. And Mm -hmm. my job is just really just to support them. Fathers are important. You know, fathers' lives matter. Gotcha, like gotcha. I just support a lot of these men because they're bringing positive energy. So this is not you, but this is yeah. This is just another group, right? Okay. Just supporting, yeah. Supporting that I'm supporting. yeah there's some yeah. synchronicity yeah. Yeah. with right. what you have going For sure. on. Now, where right. can everybody find the podcast and find you on your social media? So, mine well. is Catino's Life, C U T T I N O S Life, mm-hmm. um, and the podcast will launch soon. We're um, just doing different guests right now, and it's called what Dad's Point Man, we appreciate you, man. My God. My man, I appreciate the wisdom. Thanks for having me. There it is. Get your popcorn ready right here. Yee! See you next week. Peace. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com